1: Good morning. It is Friday, June 7. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira.
0: And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Um, Can we pray? Heavenly Father, thank you for this week, for all that has taken place, all the decisions that have been made, all that we've been processing. Our Lord, ask for your blessing, for your wisdom, your guidance and grace in this. In Jesus' precious name, amen.
1: We have come full circle, people. We're back to the English Standard Version, where we began the week on Sunday. So I'm going to read it again. Last time you
0: read this long...
1: Well, they're all long, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs> These two chapters. So,
1: I don't know. They felt shorter as the week went on because I just became resigned <laughs> to the fact that I would be talking forever. I would not be able to. I won't Fair be enough. able to talk to any of my friends or anything <laughs> later on because I've been doing this. Okay. Here we go. Amos chapters five and six, English Standard Version, the ESV, subheading, Seek the Lord and Live. Hear this word that I take up over you in lamentation, O house of Israel. Fallen no more to rise is the virgin Israel forsaken on her land, with none to raise her up. For thus says the Lord God, The city that went out a thousand shall have a hundred left, and that which went out a hundred shall have ten left, to the house of Israel. For thus says the Lord to the house of Israel, Seek me and live, but do not seek Bethel, and do not enter into Gilgal, or cross over to Beersheba. For Gilgal shall surely go into exile, and Bethel shall come to nothing. Seek the Lord and live, lest he break out like fire in the house of Joseph." and it devour, with none to quench it for Bethel. O you who turn turn justice to wormwood, and cast down righteousness to the earth! He who made the Pleiades and Orion, and turns deep darkness into the morning, and darkens the day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea, and pours them out on the surface of the earth, the Lord is his name. Who makes destruction flash forth against the strong, so that destruction comes upon the fortress. They hate him who reproves in the gate, and they abhor him who speaks the truth. Therefore, because you trample on the poor and you exact taxes of grain from him, you have built houses of hewn stone, but you shall not dwell in them. You have planted pleasant vineyards, but you shall not drink their wine. For I know how many are your transgressions and how great are your sins. You who afflict the righteous, who take a bribe, and turn aside the needy in the gate. Therefore he who is prudent will keep silent in such a time, for it is an evil time." Seek good and not evil, that you may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, will be with you, as you have said. Hate evil and love good, and establish justice in the gate. It may be that the Lord, the God of hosts, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. Therefore thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, the Lord. In all the squares there shall be wailing, and in all the streets they shall say, Alas, alas! They shall call the farmers to mourning and to wailing, those who are skilled in lamentation. And in all vineyards there shall be wailing, for I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. Subheading, let justice roll down. Woe to you who desire the day of the Lord! Why would you have the day of the Lord? It is darkness and not light, as if a man fled from a lion and a bear met him, or went into the house and leaned his hand against the wall and a serpent bit him. Is not the day of the Lord darkness and not light? Did you bring to me sacrifices and offerings during the forty years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? You shall take up Sikkoth your king and Kion your star god, your images that you made for yourselves, and I will send you into exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is the God of hosts. Subheading Woe to those at ease in Zion. Woe to those who are at ease in Zion, and to those who feel secure on the mountain of Samaria, the notable men of the first of the nations to whom the house of Israel comes. Pass over to Kalna and see, and from there go to Hamath the Great, and go down to Gath of the Philistines. Are you better than these kingdoms? Or is their territory greater than your territory? O you who put far away the day of disaster and bring near the seat of violence! Woe to those who lie on beds of ivory and stretch themselves out on their couches and eat lambs from the flock and calves from the midst of the stall, who sing idle songs to the sound of the harp, and like David, invent for themselves instruments of music, who drink wine in bowls and anoint themselves with the finest oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore they shall now be the first of those who go into exile, and the revelry of those who stretch themselves out shall pass away. The Lord God has sworn by himself, declares the Lord, the God of hosts. I abhor the pride of Jacob and hate his strongholds, and I will deliver up the city and all that is in it. And if ten men remain in one house, they shall die. And when one's relative, the one who anoints him for burial, shall take him up to bring the bones out of the house, and shall say to him, Who is in the innermost parts of the house? Is there any one still with you? He shall say, No, and he shall say, Silence! We must not mention the name of the Lord. For behold, the Lord commands, and the great house shall be struck down into fragments, and the little house into bits. Do horses run on rocks? Does one plow there with oxen? But you have turned justice into poison, and the fruit of righteousness into wormwood. You who rejoice in Lodabar, who say, Have we not by our own strength captured Karanam for ourselves? For behold, I will rise, raise up against you a nation, O house of Israel, declares the Lord, the God of hosts. And they shall oppress you from Lebo to the brook of the Arabah.
0: So here's our question for today, Friday. Do justice and judgment feel like good news to you? Or do they still feel uncomfortable? And why might this be? I I personally think that the reason why justice and judgment feel maybe uncomfortable to some people or instead of good news is because we're missing pieces of it. And so we may see justice or we may see its judgment if we don't understand everything that's going on with it. And I think that happens in, in all sorts of situations. And so when you, you miss an element of something, you you make A judgment call about it and you get upset about it or you are pleased about it if you understand more of the context you know like when we were at that mountain film festival um and we saw all those documentaries and and the insights into certain complex situations that are taking place around the world i think that it actually it opens your mind to what's really going on behind the scenes and it helps you understand some of the issues that we face and why why judgments take place in this way
1: Yeah, I was thinking, you know, I studied criminology a bit in college, which was a long time ago. And I'm trying to remember, I think it was Cesare Beccaria, who was the first person at some point in the past who came up with the, at this this point, it was a novel idea that the punishment should be fitting of the crime. Mm -hmm. And I think the unnerving thing about justice and judgment as they are portrayed in the Bible is it often feels like this kind of weird overreaction to things like there's not a great sense of scale. It's, it's hard to know what's a big deal and what's not. So therefore, it's hard to know how to live your life. Like You don't well, know whether think, you're living a just life or not. I have thought yeah. that possibly my belief about judgment is that God may judge us the way that we're supposed to judge one another, which is that you look at somebody and you look at their circumstances and the way that they were raised and the limitations that they were born with and all of those things, and you conclude... Perhaps they've done the best that they could. Yeah.
0: So the, the other you know? day I wrote, uh, I wrote an email to somebody, uh, a group of people, and, um, and I was asking them, hey, I need your advice about something uh, to do with the church and we're going to move some stuff around in the church and need your advice. Well, what they did is they took the email and they forwarded it on to a whole bunch of other people I don't know who they forwarded on to how do you
1: know they forwarded it? because, because suddenly
0: back? I started getting answers and and panic and comments and like oh I uh, and and everybody was and I had actually replied already to this to this person in the group and uh and said hey you know thanks for their advice and so it's good. We I now understand what we're going to do about this kind of stuff. So it was all settled. But then all these other people who hadn't seen my reply, mm-hmm. hadn't seen the context of anything, they were just in this panic state. And I have no idea how many other people received it and haven't replied but just a fuming and thinking, oh, my goodness, this horrible thing is going to take place. So the issue is, is that justice and judgment right judgment calls be made all the time without pieces of information uh, inside inside there and i think that happens in our walk with each other with humanity and so for us to kind of like even grasp what god is doing all the time inside here it's very difficult it's like so this text here in amos for instance he talks about at the end here where he says, Look, I'm gonna raise this nation up against you. Uh, like God is, is conjuring up the Syrian army to like get them all excited about t- invading them. What what Amos also says is that listen, you guys actually worship the gods of the of the Syrian people way, way, way before. You I mean, you've mm-hmm. been enamored by them. You've actually opened your doors to them. You you're the ones who are engaging all of this kind of relationship with them. You're the ones who are inviting this kind of stuff. You've walked away from living a life, what God's called you to. So there is the implications, there are pieces of the puzzle that I think is missing. So something to think about. Um, Let me uh, repeat the question one more time uh, and uh, have everybody process it. Do justice and judgment feel like good news to you or do they still feel uncomfortable and why might this be? Think about that, look after each other, live love and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support